Have you ever seen a hip hop show where the MC's completely locked into the flow? His words are clear, his voice is loud, and she really knows how to interact with the crowd. In public speaking, you need to sing. Welcome, everyone, to Off the Cuff. I am Adam Banks. Thank you for listening to the show. This is episode 127 of the podcast. And this is episode three of the Communication Lecture Series. I want to thank everyone for listening to the Communication Lecture Series. This has been awesome, and I have really enjoyed doing it. It's something that I've had a goal to do for a very long time now. I do have some news. I just accepted a position at Northern Kentucky University as a communication instructor. So some of the classes that I'll be teaching there will be, of course, public speaking, and some other communication courses, so I'm very excited about that. Uh, This communication lecture series episode will focus on the topic of listening, so I hope everyone enjoys. Listening is just as important as talking. A lot of people probably think they are better listeners than what they are in reality. The problem of poor listening skills is people need to understand that hearing is with the ears and listening is with the mind. Hearing and listening are two different things. Hearing is the process by which sound waves are received by the ear. That is the noise that you hear. Right now, you are hearing noise coming from my mouth. But are you actually listening to the noise that is coming out of my mouth? Because listening is the act of interpreting and evaluating what is being said. Hearing occurs when your ears pick up sound waves being transmitted by the speaker. When you make sense of what I'm saying, that is when you actually listen to what I have just said. You can hear me, and when you hear, you hear the noise. But listening actually occurs when you make sense of what you just heard. Listening involves making sense out of what is being transmitted. Most of us are not effective listeners. And you need to understand that listening is such a major part of daily life. People spend an estimated 50 to 70% of their communication time listening. Throughout the world, instructions are misunderstood, equipment breaks down from improper use, profits sag, sales are lost, feelings are hurt, morale is lowered, rumors get started, health is harmed, and it's all because of poor listening. So how do you listen effectively? The first thing you need to do is you need to prepare yourself. Prepare yourself just like you would prepare yourself for a race. When you know that you have to listen to something, prepare yourself. You need to prepare yourself physically and mentally. So physically, you prepare yourself by getting plenty of rest. Make sure that your mind is well-rested. Exercise, be on a healthy diet, make sure that your mind is just in full force to listen. Before you have to listen to somebody speak, maybe take a brisk walk around the building. Take a brisk walk down the hallway. That will help you get loosened up and it will help you be better prepared to listen. You also need to prepare yourself mentally. When you know that the material is about to be hard, when you're going in to listen to somebody, research the background information before you go in and listen to a lecture. If I'm going to be giving a lecture over something very difficult in chemistry, 
And you know that this information that I'm going to be lecturing on is a very difficult subject. Before you go in to listen to me give the lecture, do some research. Research the background information. If I am going to be giving you a lecture over a novel in an English class, you might want to go and freshen up on your knowledge of the novel that I'm going to be lecturing over. If you know that I'm going to be lecturing over chapter 5 in your history book, before you hear the lecture, read chapter 5 in your history book. That is great ways that you can prepare mentally to listen. Second thing that you need to do besides prepare yourself is you need to be willing to expand energy. And you ask, what do you mean by that? Well, let's say that you're going in to listen to a comedian tell a bunch of jokes. You really don't need to prepare your mind for a scenario like that because it's a very relaxed environment. It's a very open environment where you're hearing kind of mindless humor. So you don't have to really expand a lot of energy to listen to that comedian talk. But if you are going in to listen to a hardcore lecture over a biology lesson or an anatomy lesson or a math lesson, something that is very tedious and the material is very difficult, you're going to have to expand energy into listening to that. You're really going to have to focus, get your mind right, and you're going to have to pay attention and block everything out to listen. It's going to take some energy from you. The third thing you need to do is listen analytically. Pick what's important and what's not important. It's impossible to retain everything that I say during this lecture. So take the most important things that you hear me say and focus on that. Write it down. Take notes. Don't focus on every sentence. Um, you know, focus on the facts. Focus on the stories that I tell. Uh, focus on the examples that I give. Because if I'm telling stories and I'm giving examples, that's usually because that particular part of the lecture is the most important. The uh, fourth thing that you need to do is you need to take notes. Note-taking gives you a record of the speaker's most important points. Note-taking also it sharpens and strengthens your ability to listen analytically. And note-taking is a good and easy way to keep your attention on the speaker and to not let your mind wander because you're focused on taking your notes so it forces you to listen to the speaker than letting your mind wander off into daydream. The fifth thing you must do to listen effectively is to resist distraction. And there are four types of distractions that can come into play while you're listening. Uh, the first type of distraction is called auditory. And that is when you hear, let me give you an example of that, uh, people coughing or, or whispering in the background. Uh, that can get in the way of you listening to your speaker. Um, it's distracting to you. Uh, maybe a noisy air conditioner or loud music from the, from the other room is getting in your way. Another distraction is visual. 
And that is anything that you can see that might get in the way of you listening. Maybe uh, the person um, that's not your speaker but is speaking in another uh, part of the room is a little bit more easier on the eyes, so you're more focused on he, he or she. Or you are focused on a magazine that is nearby you. Or, um, I don't know, an intriguing book that you see laying on the table. Something that you can see that just gets in your way of listening. Uh, the third type of distraction is physical distraction. And that is when something physically is going on with you that can get in your way of listening. Uh, for instance, a headache or a stuffy nose. Uh, the seat that you're sitting in is just too soft or too hard, and it's just very uncomfortable for you. Or um, the room that you're in is too hot or too cold. And the uh, fourth distraction would be a mental distraction. And that is when you are letting things like daydreams and worries uh, from just the everyday stresses of life get in your way of listening to your speaker. And that's hard because we all have things going on outside the classroom. We all got things going on outside um, in the world. So when you're listening to somebody, it's easy to be stressed and just thinking about things that are going on outside in your world. And that when you let that happen, that gets in the way of your listening because you've let your mind wander. It preoccupies you with focusing on something else. Another way to listen effectively is to avoid fake listening. We've all done it. I've done it. You've probably done it. We've all acted like that we, we are listening to somebody when we really aren't. So we'll nod our head. We'll shake our head. We'll pretend like we're really engaged into what the speaker is saying. But avoid doing that. Because it can be quite embarrassing if you're sitting there nodding your head with your teacher or your listener and uh, all of a sudden they call upon you to uh, you know, respond and give, give them uh, feedback on what they just said. They could be like, for instance, uh, hello, Johnny, I see you nodding your head over what I just said. Tell me why you agree with, with uh, what I just said. Why does that intrigue you? And you have no idea what they're saying because you're sitting there like, um, give every speaker a fair chance is another way to listen effectively. Don't reject speakers because you dislike their looks or you dislike their clothes or, or, uh, the organization that they're representing. Instead, focus on their message. It might be worthwhile just to give them a shot. Don't judge people. Listen to their message. You might be hearing somebody uh, give a speech on why they are pro-choice, and they are from the organiza- from an organization uh, like an abortion clinic, for instance. And you are so upset at just the fact that you are listening to somebody from an abortion clinic talk about pro-choice that you're not focusing on their message. You're just so frustrated because of who they are represented by. Or you're listening to a person who has a different religious belief than you. And they're from, and you're you're a Baptist, and you're having to listen to a Jehovah Witness speak. And you're so focused on 
the fact that they come from a Jehovah Witness church, that you're not focusing on the actual message. Give every speaker a fair chance. It will be worth your while. Another way to listen effectively is to control your emotions. Some, listen, some listeners don't listen well because they have a powerful emotional reaction to a topic. Another example of that would be abortion, uh, gay marriage, uh, gun control. Those are all hot social issues going on in the world, usually at all times, no matter what era of the world we're in. Those three social issues are very emotional issues for a lot of people, and it can stir up a lot of emotions. Just because you disagree with people, don't let your emotions get in the way because you're so focused on how angry you are at their belief, you're not listening to their message, or you're so focused on what you're going to say during the question-answer period of their speech when you're caught up one to give your opinion um, that you're not listening to what they're saying. So try to control your emotions. You as a listener, you have some responsibilities. You may ask, what are my responsibilities? Well, one of your responsibilities is to avoid rudeness. Follow the golden rule of listening. Listen unto others as you would want people to listen unto you. Are you a polite listener? Would you do that to a friend, you need to ask yourself. You need to be polite when you are listening to someone speak. Don't yawn, don't slouch, fall asleep, talk. That's rude behavior. Reject electronic intrusion. Don't speak on the cell phone or a wireless headset during a presentation. Even whispers are distracting. Before meetings, turn off any electric equipment that might beep, chirp, or ring. Remove earphones that are connected to devices such as iPods. Take the emergency calls outside. Utilize your computer for note-taking. Don't be on Facebook and Twitter and Instagram. Another responsibility that you have is to retain from multitasking. When listeners avert their eyes and they perform non-listening activities... The speaker usually interprets that behavior as disrespect and rejection. Although most multitaskers think they are performing all of their activities effectively, studies do show that their comprehension suffers. Their listening skills actually suffer. Another responsibility that you have as a listener is to provide encouragement. Provide encouragement to your speakers. Give your full attention. Take notes. Like I said, don't slouch. Look at the speaker instead of the floor. That gives your speaker encouragement. The more animation from you as a listener, the better the speech. I don't know about you, but when I'm speaking and I'm looking in, at an audience and they're shaking their head and they are active listening and they're just very into what I'm saying and they're nodding or they're shaking their head or they look very interested in what I'm saying you're going to get a better speech because it just gives you more confidence. Another responsibility you have is to find value in every speech. We all are different. We all have different opinions. Try to find something out of what you are listening to. Try to find something because you will find something if you just open your mind and you allow yourself to do that. So, 
you never know. In class, this usually happens. You are asked to give speech evaluations, which is a big part of listening. That's when you have to evaluate someone's speech. When evaluating a speech, you want to establish the criteria. That means that it's usually a rubric, and the rubric is a guide on to how you're going to evaluate the speech and how you're going to uh, give this person a grade on their speech. You need to listen objectively, meaning that you need to see things um, from their point of view and not be judgmental. Uh, take notes. That means, you know, jot down your observations throughout the speech. Concentrate on one criterion at a time. If you try to evaluate everything at once, you will find your attention scattered. So try to focus on one thing at a time when you're evaluating. Look for both the positives and the negative aspects. Tell them what worked for them and tell them what didn't work for them. Uh, give positive comments first. Don't bruise someone's ego or self-esteem. Try to point out positive attributes that might seem obvious to you but may not be obvious to your speaker. For example, you could say, you look poised and confident. Uh, couple, the negative comment, couple the negative comments with positive alternatives. Uh, for instance, you could say, instead of putting your hands in your pockets... Why don't you rest them on the on the podium? Um, in most cases, ignore the nervousness. Give your audience a break. People are going to be nervous. It happens. So avoid that. Be specific. It's not useful for your speaker to hear generalized comments such as, you did great, or your delivery was poor. Be specific as possible. Instead of saying you need to improve your eye contact, say you look too much at the floor. That way they know that's a specific statement that you made. They know not to keep looking at the floor. When receiving evaluations, when you receive these evaluations and criticism is hard, it's tough, but it's also very good for us. It's healthy for us. It's how we become better. When you receive your evaluations, don't be defensive. Try to be open-minded and take other people's comments into consideration. Uh, you're not perfect. There's always room for improvement. Uh, seek clarification. If you don't understand something, ask for clarification. Ask for a little bit more detail. And strive for improvement. In your next speech, try to make corrections in the problems that they told you that you had problems in. And that sums up our episode on the topic of listening. I hope everyone has enjoyed this, and I hope everyone continues to listen to the podcast episodes and continuing listening to the communication lecture series. Ladies and gentlemen, I'm Adam Banks, and I will see you in the next episode. Inflection when you speak. If you're talking monotonia, put the people to sleep. And the best way to master all of these tactics practice, practice, practice. Practice with your family, practice in front of a mirror. Practice so that every word is clearer. Practice builds confidence and makes you less nervous. Cause like the saying goes, practice makes perfect.